0: Hey everybody, this is Reed Smith. And this is Chris Boyer. And we are co-hosts on a show called Touchpoint, which is a podcast that's dedicated to the discussions on digital marketing and online patient engagement strategies, not only for just hospitals, but health systems and physician practices. In every episode, we'll dive deep into a variety of topics on digital tools, solutions, strategies, and other things that are impacting the healthcare industry today. And while you listen to this show, we would certainly love you to check out ours. All you have to do is swing on over to touchpoint.health for more information, and also some of the other shows that are featured on the Touchpoint Media Network. Welcome back to another episode of Gear and Review. I am Reed Smith, joined, as always, by Bobby Rattu. What's going on? Not much, not much. We've got an interesting topic today that I think touches um, on both the hardware and software side of the equation. But before we get to that, just a quick plug, touchpoint.health is the website. You can find out more about this show and others on the network. And obviously, we would love for you to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening. That is the number one way that helps us allow other folks to find the show and, and other shows on the network. So appreciate the support. And uh, let's jump in here. We're going to talk a little bit about live streaming today, right?
1: Yeah, man. it's Live streaming is the
0: thing right now. Everybody wants to live stream. Absolutely. And so before we do, this is something I've always said, and you may even disagree with me on this. I'd love your thoughts. But I've always told people, uh, don't do a video if a, if a photo will do the job. Amen. And don't do live streaming if a video will accomplish the same thing. Amen. So the reason to live stream, which is not what we're going to talk about today, but just very quickly, a couple of instances of why you might want to live stream, at least in my mind, and you you jump in as well, is, you know, if it's uh, time sensitive, potentially, right? right? Like hearing it live is important. Right. And there, there's a couple instances, especially
1: in the, uh, the world of healthcare, you know, one is a major announcement that impacts the community. You know, just recently we had, uh, the health system here in South Carolina announce that they're merging and they made the, the merger announcement and the new brand announcement. That's perfect for a live stream. People want to know immediately and you can promote that. Or, you know, we, uh, if you, or in the South, or even in Texas, you experience hurricanes during this time of year. That's perfect for live stream to give updates. So there's opportunities there for live stream. Um, the, the next thing that's kind of interesting sometimes, especially in the world of healthcare, um, is uh, when it's something topical, you know, that something's happening right then
0: and you need to react to it and give a live update. So a lot of opportunities. Okay. So those are a couple of good examples, announcements, crisis communications, Uh, things like that. We see obviously Q&A with physicians as being an interesting one um, because people can actually submit questions and get the answer uh, in a timely fashion. You obviously can do that other ways, but that's that's potentially another way to do it. Uh, You also have to think about is, you know, does this have a shelf life after the fact? So... Uh, You think about Apple announcements, right? Like people love to watch those live and see the new phone and, you know, all the gadgets or whatever they're announcing. But it's also available to watch after the fact on demand because people still may want to go back and watch that. And you see that with like Facebook Live and YouTube and some of those that you can broadcast a live feed. It gives you kind of the video file after the fact, right? So that's, that's, you know, something else to consider is, you know, if you're live streaming, um you know is it something you want to make available after the fact absolutely
1: and you know right now uh, we think that there's a couple areas that really people are leveraging from a live stream standpoint uh from an audience people are really leveraging especially in healthcare they're leveraging facebook that's where your audience is facebook makes it really easy to either use your phone to straight live stream from your phone or to interface with a camera to live stream, you know, an event using camera and professional equipment. Hmm. This, you know, the next one is YouTube. YouTube has uh, made their platform more robust and that we have found that, you know, people are using that platform because they can embed the code and uh, that video inside their website, you know, so people sure. can go to a place. So those are two really good platforms. One thing to, uh, there's some new numbers coming down from Facebook, just for people to know, is that if you're going to live stream on Facebook to get the true big engagement out of it, you want to be between the 10 and 15 minute mark on a live stream. That's a good amount of time to get people to recognize the stream and then engage with the stream. So that's about a benchmark to think about.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so a couple of things here, two sides of the same coin uh, that we're going to talk about, I guess, uh, relative to, to live streaming is the hardware and the software. Now, uh, let's start with maybe the easiest um, or the lowest barrier of entry in, into this space. And maybe it's not so much software, but like you mentioned platforms, right? But what's, what's the easiest way to get started in, in live streaming? Well, uh, I tell you what, the
1: Facebook app just flat out makes it easy. You know, whether you're using the pages app for your business page or the Facebook app itself, you know, there's a button on there to live stream. And we're seeing a lot of people that are doing that. Number one, they're doing it um, inside patient rooms to interview people, to Or, you know, when there's a big announcement inside of a patient room or something happens, hospitals are doing it really quickly. And it's very Facebook records it for you and then reposts it into your videos on your timeline. So it's simple as a button on your inside the Facebook app. Uh, YouTube makes a little bit more difficult to in order to live stream on uh, your YouTube account through the app. You've got to have a lot of subscribers to do it natively through Mm. the app. So Facebook is the easiest barrier to entry, and then you know, um, you know, Twitter's starting to really mess with it too, and try to enter that barrier. But right now, we're s- truly seeing that um, Facebook, from a healthcare standpoint and a nonprofit standpoint, and even a lot of churches are leveraging just sure. putting the phone in front of the church and recording. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's simple, and the, the cameras on the phones do good jobs,
0: you know? Yeah, so the hardware is something you already have in your pocket. Maybe the one additional piece of hardware would be some level of stabilization, so a tripod or uh, some sort of a mount, you know, especially if it's a, a space, you know, so like the church or a room or something like that. If you're in an event, uh, go back and listen to our, our episode on handheld gimbals because uh, that could be a great way to, to tackle like an event or a parade or some sort of community function, something like that. Uh, so we won't spend a lot of time there. But so there, you know, the easiest barrier of entry is a piece of hardware that you already have <laughs> coupled with a platform you're probably already involved with in lieu of software, so to speak, right?
1: Yeah. Um, and and, and yeah. if you go to the app, you'll see it. You have three options, live, photo, or check-in. When you want to make a post. So you just hit the button, it accesses the camera and the microphone and boom, you're ready to go. Um, We're seeing people do it two different ways, horizontal and vertical. And honestly, right now in this space, you know what, whatever works for you, you know, it makes sense sometimes to do a vertical live stream because you've got people standing up, you know, but then I'm seeing rural churches in North Carolina that have a hundred person congregation that have their phone on top of a little itsy bitsy tripod in the front of the church recording the pastor. And it's horizontal and it so that they can show the preacher mm-hmm. or the minister and also the choir. Mm-hmm. And it works. It's simple and it works.
0: So that's easy. All right. And so then uh, from there, uh, maybe that goes well. You like the idea of live streaming. You've got a plan you're going to do, you know, more of a uh, scheduled or you've got content uh, scheduled around live streaming. What's kind of the next step up?
1: Well, um, many people want to say, okay, now we want to do something more professional, specifically because if you're standing in the back of an event and you want to live stream it, you can only Zoom so much, right? And you're not going to get crisp audio from that microphone. You're just going to pick up the ambience in the area. So you're also going to hear the person beside you talking along with the speaker, right? And so the reason to go to that next level is, number one, to get crisp audio from the person speaking in an event, you know, from a microphone. And also for the zoom factor, right, so that you can zoom all the way across a space to get a tight shot of the person speaking. And so, and it gives a professional look, it gives you more flexible options. And so, you know, we, um, uh, I'm going to put a list in the notes, but I actually have, I use Bnh Photo to purchase all of our equipment for both the, our company and all the organizations we represent. And so I have a link that has everything you need to do a live stream with a camera and um, the, the, the specific piece that you plug into your laptop, everything you need. And so a simple camera you know like the, uh, we have the the, um, the canon it is the let's see it is the a- XA10 that's a great little camera. it's about a thousand dollars and you can take the output of that camera into this little box that's called the intensity shuttle. And what that box does is it converts that video signal in your camera into something the computer can understand. And then you you. plug it into your computer and then you need a piece of software. We used Wirecast, W-I-R-E-C-A-S-T. It's like a piece of software that takes that signal and allows you to publish directly into Facebook, publish directly into YouTube and other platforms or you can do it simultaneously. You can publish to both of them, Facebook and YouTube, at the same time through the oh, software. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it gives you the ability for a titling tool. It, you can even plug a second camera if you wanted to. And so it kind of gives you some flexibility. And this is a really good basic setup. One camera plugged into a box, it put goes into your laptop, uses a piece of software, and it connects to Facebook. And it connects to uh, to YouTube by simply logging in, and you can push this video signal out uh,
0: whenever That's you want That's very to. cool. Yep. So if you if you wanted to add the second camera, because I I would say that one thing that makes it quote unquote feel or look more professional is this idea that you're switching between different camera shots, right? If you wanted to add a second camera, is it just as simple as literally adding a separate camera and it allows you within the software to switch back and forth? Or does that, is that kind of get us into a whole different you know realm of production? Well, it's all about
1: the little box. It's called Intensity Shuttle. It has different inputs built into it, so it can take an input out of a camera. Um, it can take other types of inputs from cameras. And so the software allows you to put as multiple cameras to switch back and forth. Um, We even set it up for some live events. We use it with our big cameras, this uh, little Mm. box. And um, we already pre-make the title screen Mm -hmm. that you can Mm -hmm. do in like Photoshop or any other little yeah, like lower, lower thirds and stuff lower like that. Thirds. Yeah, you can have them pre-loaded just by adding an image into the little timeline, yeah. and then you just switch. You just select, and it goes from that title to that video to that. You can even play a video in the middle oh, of your cool.
0: stream from it.
1: Okay, so it gives you lots of flexibility. This piece of software, and it's called Wirecast. Love it. Very cool.
0: Very cool. That'd be very handy, especially for like live events and stuff like that. So you're not just filming the uh, empty table and chairs and backdrop for like seven minutes before somebody shows. Up. Yes. Or, or in between uh, yep. people that are speaking, things like that. So,
1: yeah. Very cool. Um, one of the things that, you know, with this, we recommend is really working with your social team on this one. Okay. Because yeah. if you're going to live stream on a social outlet like Facebook or YouTube, Um, you know, the best thing about live stream is you can, you can say you're going to go at 11 and you can get 1115, right. Um, and using your social platforms to let people know it's coming. And, um, and then also using your social platforms for, um, answering in, uh, questions through Twitter or through the Facebook comments. Mm -hmm. Um, we have done that many times where we're able to go back and forth and do that.
0: Very cool. Well, man, that's uh, that is a really neat option. So I think you know a fair amount of people obviously have done uh, Facebook Live, maybe Periscope on Twitter, things like that, maybe even the YouTube streaming. But this kind of gives you the option to you know that worked well. Our organization likes it. We want to invest in this space, um, and so this gives us a way to do that. And uh, so we will obviously in the show notes have the link uh, that Bobby mentioned about. Where and what to get uh, and things like that. So, very very cool, great options. Uh, would love your feedback. Have you have you done live streaming? What kind of uh, uh, response have you had? Uh, are you looking to upgrade? Would love to know if you if you go down this path, how it works out for you. And um, certainly, if there's there's other show topics and things like that you'd like for us to cover, we'd love to hear that as well. Yeah,
1: this is great. I love this, uh, the live streaming. We've been doing it for about nine years now. And the one thing I've learned when, if you're going to do the professional option, is test it before you do it. Go in and actually set it up. And the one thing that always throws the biggest hiccup is the internet connection. You always want, (laughs) you want to plug connection. You want to plug that ethernet cable into your laptop, Um, Because sometimes the Wi-Fi just can't handle Mm it. Mm -hmm. Or the time that you think you're going to do it, everybody in the whole company is on the Wi-Fi hammering it and it doesn't work
0: out. So... Or it's an event and you've got all these guests there, you know, bogging down the the Wi-Fi or whatnot. So, yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. Well, awesome. Good stuff. Again, check the show notes. Uh, If you'd like links to these products and want to know more, be sure to reach out. Twitter, LinkedIn, you're pretty good about tracking us down. Uh, If you've got questions for Bobby, uh, please feel free to reach out and do that. But for Reed Smith, that's Bobby Ratu, and we'll see you on the next episode of Gear and Review. Y'all have a good day. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.